On today's episode of Brody and the Beard, Kelly and I are going to talk about Daryl Morey's Zoom call with the Houston Rockets media, and we're going to talk about John Hollinger placing Eric Gordon on the list of nine guys to watch in the NBA restart bubble. If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream. The MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row. That's a rhythm. Triple-double rust, man. I need you to acknowledge he don't do this for the optics, man. He do this for the Rockets. Welcome to a new episode of Brody and the Beard on the Athletic Podcast. Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mo DeKeel, and with me, as always, is my man, my main man, my man on the ground, Kelly Eco, beat writer for The Athletic, covers the Houston Rockets. Kelly, how you doing? Yo, I'm doing good, bro. Yeah, you feeling good? Safe and sound. How about there you, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm going slightly crazy. If I don't get a haircut soon, there's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> but that's a whole... It's 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 developed its own ecosystem inside my. Uh, no 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 you you can't use that word. Sorry, you gotta use something else. I used ecosystem. Okay, gotta, relax, you, relax. You, you, you gotta, don't get to you don't get to you, you don't get to hold up else. on words. Okay, Kelly, you don't <laughs> get to jump on words it's a, like that. It's a dictionary you don't get to try to trademarks. Okay, it's a dictionary full okay. of them. No no no. <laughs> Listen, I'm using the one with the e, not with the i. Don't make me start turning against you now, Kelly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, man. See what I got to put up with people. Uh, Kelly, you literally just jumped off a Zoom call with Daryl Morey talking yep. to the whole Houston Rockets media. Man, hit us with some of the highlights. I mean, I we barely even talked about it, so I don't even know what was said. So, so hit us with some of the interesting points that you got. Uh, one of the most important things that he talked about, I think, was uh, saying that the team isn't isn't allowed to disclose the results of tests and who at if there have any, been any positives or stuff like that before they get to Orlando. Um, obviously, there have been four or five teams that have shut down their facilities um, because of testing, and that was pretty interesting. Um, so I wonder if maybe there's something that we don't know. Um, but apart from that, he talked about the salary cap, um, how he thinks that the team will you know, operate going forward. Uh, he says that even though the cap numbers haven't been decided yet, they'll still have – some flexibility with the with the mid level and 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 uh, just the other kind of small deals that they can do here and there going forward. Um, he talked about Luka Mute that he but well, he said that they're interested in signing him. So I think that's more um, I guess GM speak. You know, before right, everything right. everything is you know the the P's and Q's have been handled. He talked about David Waba and how they had to cut Isaiah Hartenstein and that. You know, the Rockets have had to cut good players in the past, like Covington, who we brought up, who they just traded for. Um, but I think that was it. I think that was the first time that he addressed the media as a group. And I think it was important to just touch on everything because, look, there is a risk, and, and I've talked about this enough, but there is a risk going to Orlando. Um, there are teams that have already had positive results. There will be more, and there will be guys that look at the Rockets or other teams with, you know, with questions, you know, are you ready or prepared to handle that kind of environment? Although he did say he will be with the team in Orlando for the uh, duration of the uh, the three months. So that was good to hear. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting in that regard. I mean, to the you know several facilities, I think seven of the 22 teams that are going into the bubble, seven of those facilities have been uh, shut down at some point during this, this testing because of the, the coronavirus. And Really, in my opinion, I think they should probably shut 
all of them down at this point. I think you just want to get everybody, you just want to get them tested and get everybody trying to get them into the bubble. And from there you, you, you take it. It's uh, interesting. Did you see Tabo Cephalosha saying that, uh, yeah, you know, there were some yeah, positive, yeah, some, some of his teammates. The team. Yeah, exactly. And, and that was, I'm guessing that's the number one reason why he opted out of a, of a, of a return, you know, just out of safety for him and his family, you know, who knows? Can't be mad at that. Can't be who, mad at that. Yeah, who who knows, you know, who still has it, who knows who I mean only the team knows, but who knows who, you know, how how those testing results came. And if Dabo didn't feel comfortable, you know, you cannot get mad at him for that. So I I, I see no fault in his decision. I remember I saw some tweets saying they wish that they would have known sooner so they could have adjusted them. Now like that's incredibly narrow minded and selfish of you to think that. You know, in the midst of a, of a well, it's pandemic. just it's just tough because he's got to come to the decision when he comes to it, right. and, and 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 I want to be honest here, there wasn't anybody out there that's going to make that mess. Is going to exactly. make this team a championship a, yeah. team. If if you're getting up in arms over the seventeenth man in the roster, you you've clearly missed basketball. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, look, the if the Rockets win the championship, it's going to be because the guys they've had on their roster, right, for the whole. Duration for the most part. Maybe Umbamute comes in and makes a big difference. Maybe Nuala does something, but it's not like it, it, it's, everybody relax in that sense. <laughs> you can calm down a bit in those regards. Uh, I want to touch on one other thing. John Hollinger of The Athletic recently just put out a piece that's, you know, nine guys to watch in the bubble for a variety of different reasons. He has guys like Zion Williamson. He has uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope of the Lakers, so on and so forth. But he had a rocket on there. You want to guess which one? Eric Gordon. <laughs> yes, he did. And it's not because I told you before we got on this podcast that he nope. had mentioned Eric Gordon. That's you. You just knew that instantly. Just um, do you want? Well, though, one of his things about Eric was, you know, you know, Eric struggled this season. You know, even after his fifty-point game. Uh, Against Utah, he's really kind of had a, a, a rough go in those 10 games since. He had a stat in there. He shot 86 threes and made only 20 of them. That's, uh, you know, pretty interesting stuff there from John Hollinger. What what are you seeing from that? And what are you seeing from the – how do you feel, Kelly, of the reaction everybody has about, you know, Eric's season so far? I mean, it makes sense. Just granted, he just signed the max extension and there were big things expected for him. And he didn't produce flat out. He was hurt. You know, he wasn't in shape, and his play this season, you know, proved that. So while I understand everyone's, you know, putting him as the X factor for the Rockets going forward, and he's a big player to watch, I, I do think that this season for him was kind of a wash just because he clearly wasn't healthy at all. And for some reason, he wanted to, he tried to push through it and thought he could, you know, I guess play through the pain, which clearly didn't work. Um, so he had to sit out. For a number of weeks, um, I, I understand though that he is one to watch just because, look, the Rockets expect a lot of Eric Gordon. You know, if he's starting, if he's coming off the bench, they still look to him to be that third scorer, that eighteen, you know, eighteen a night, four to five threes, you know, ball handling, just be someone who complements James and Russ. And the fact that he wasn't this year, it kind of could, well. You could tell that the Rockets were missing an Eric Gordon this year, just given how they played with Ben McLemore, Daniel House, how other guys had to step up. And 
there will be a lot of eyes on Eric Gordon, you know, in the bubble. But I think he, he he's ready to go. He looks healthy. He shed some weight, like 10, 15 pounds. And we'll, and we'll see if he can keep his knee up. Fellas, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? The beaches are opening up, the sun is shining, and the bushes must be tamed. Manscaped is here to ensure your post-quarantine body is ready for the wild, folks. And I'm telling you right now, use the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. It comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your whole manscaping routine. It's also not just for down below. You can use it for your chest, kind of clean that up a little bit. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find the Manscaped Crop Preserver an anti-shaving ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful shaving can be when you're wearing that bathing suit. You guys got to kind of got to take care of the boys, folks. So check it out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code THEATHLETIC. And for a limited time, subscribers got not one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag at $39 value and a patented high-performance anti-shaving Manscaped Boxer Briefs. So go to manscaped.com today and use the code THEATHLETIC. That's, that's, he's really an important player for this team. You know, I think this, this guy is another creator, another guy that can make shots, can attack the rim to, you know, uh, a degree. I think, like, he really matters for this team. So they do need him to kind of get going. And I think, you know, it's just a shame. He just hasn't been healthy. You're right in that regard. He just hasn't been healthy all year. One other thing that John mentioned in his write-up on, on Eric, which I found really interesting and is is concerning in terms of how the Rockets are playing, and this has nothing to do with his injury, but you know, he doesn't rebound well. He does, he's not a big time rebounder as a guard. Right. It's not it's not something that he's done. It's something it's not something he's ever really done in his career. But when you're going to five small guys, all five guys got to rebound. You know, all five guys have got to jump in and, and pitch in in that regards. And that's where I think, you know, Gordon's really going to have to step up there to a degree. It's not like he's got to be coming in and averaging, you know, we don't need a 2020 game from him or anything like that. It's, right. it's you know, but he's got to come in there and get five rebounds a game, six rebounds a game. He's got to do a lot more of that than I think. You know, he's used to in the past, and it has to be a more concerted effort. And that's something I think that's pretty challenging and tough to change considering how long he's been playing and is, you know, doing it this way. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't expect the six man to, you know, some of that height to come and average six rebounds because they do have Russ. They do have, I think they'll look to Russ more. They'll look to James, Robert, Tucker more, and House's athleticism. But, um, yeah. The rebounding has to be a team job because, you know, they are undersized. So it has to be an all-hands-on-deck effort. But I wonder how much they'll they'll stress sending all five to the to, to the glass. If if you don't get it, there are easy kickouts for threes and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if you can send all five to rebound. Defensive but. defensive rebounding, but no, but this is defensive rebounding. It, it's it's always you always send five guys in. Like it's not even a. Now, it's not like you're going to have all five guys squared in the paint, you know, but you're going to have five guys making the effort. What you have a lot is sometimes guys leaking out and things so, like that, you know, after after a contest and they and they and they run on out and things like that. Like the, you have more of that. And that's something where I think you 
he, 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 and I'm not saying he does, but it's just something that all five guys have got to be at least within the three point line, trying to, trying to make sure they get those rebounds. But don't, but, but on the other hand, don't you run the risk of like, if you don't get it, those are easy threes. So how, how do you find that balance? I mean, if you have your five guys all kind of relatively within the three-point line, I mean, I think yeah. you're going to be able to defend that pretty well. What tends to happen, again, it's like when you have guys running out or leaking out, that's where the easy three comes from because homeboy was trying to cherry pick. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know, whatever. Who, and it's not just him. You know, Russ does it from time to time. You know, James does it and things like that. It was just a very interesting point, I think, that John makes in his article that I think is something that the, the Rockets need to be aware of because – you don't have that advantage when you're playing small ball. Right. You know, like you can't give up too many offensive rebounds in their scenario. This is the thing that's going to, that can kill small ball for them. And that's something they have to be on top of. And that's the issue. That's more what I would think about than, than worrying about if you don't get it. Cause to be honest, most teams aren't crashing, sending five guys offensively to crash the boards. You yeah. know, I mean, there, there isn't a team doing that. Like you just need to make sure you outnumber. The offense is who, who's going for the rebound. So, you know, you need to make sure you secure those things. And even just picking off some of those that, that bounce over the head and, in, you know, into the free throw line area. Like, those are the ones, those are the rebounds that they have to make sure they absolutely get. I wonder how how much they'll be able to improve on their, uh, on their ranking in that. Because I've been doing some research and the Rockets actually ranked last in the opponent offensive rebounding percentage. So, I think teams are snagging 31% of their misses, which is a pretty huge number if you think about, you know, in the course of a game. I wonder how much they'll be able to improve on that, you know, in the bubble. Yeah, well, it's it's hard. I mean, here's the thing. It's 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 eight games and then playoffs. I mean, it's hard to kind of make massive massive changes. I just think it's a it's a bit challenging in this scenario and and it's something to keep an eye on if if you know, his, his rebound rate goes up. And if the team's rebound rate goes up, that's that's going to be positive for them and, and help them in, in small ball and continue that success. Right. Kelly, let me ask you before we go, you got anything new coming out? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still working on this uh, defense column. I've been doing a lot of research. Um, I'm still working on the hard and mid-range uh, film study. Um, so just keep an eye on that. Keep an eye up on all the coverage coming up as the NBA gets closer and closer. We'll be handling that shortly. Um, wash your hands and wear a mask. Yeah, and listen, folks, you want to read all these things when Kelly puts them out because they're great. They're awesome. He puts a lot of work into it, and you can do that by going to theathletic.com slash Google for a 30-day free trial. Check out his stuff. I'm telling you, once you become – once you subscribe, you're going you're gonna, to – Give in after the 30 days and you're going to you're going to put in the money for it because it's worth it. Great reporting across the board. John Hollinger's articles. You get Sam Amick. You get a whole bunch of great stuff across the board. So I highly recommend it. So for Kelly Eco, for Mike Zimmerman, for me, Mo DeKeel, we out. Yeah.